Does every day in your business feel chaotic and disorganized? Maybe you feel like you're wasting way too much time on stuff that doesn't matter. The answer to this problem lies in leveraging your time. In this episode, we're sharing strategies you can start using today to save time and defeat the daily disorder. Hey you, you're listening to the Messy Desk Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to achieve more without the overwhelm and drama. Because although business and life get messy, that doesn't mean things have to be hard. Join us as we help you cope with the chaos and banish your barriers so that you can move forward in your entrepreneurial journey. I'm Megan Monahan, And I'm Teresa Safali. Let's get on with it. Hey, Megan. Hello, Teresa. I was reading up on some current time management stats and I saw something really interesting. Did you know that business owners waste up to a third of their week on low-value activities? Now, a low-value activity is a task that has to get done in your business, but isn't really the best use of your time. For example, scheduling social media or doing your own accounting. And this stat blew me away, that 80%, 80 of the average working day is spent on activities with little to no value. Just to be clear here, a no-value activity is one you shouldn't be doing at all in your business. It doesn't contribute to the growth or revenue of your business. For example, having a Facebook strategy when your niche is teens in the USA. They aren't on Facebook, so spending time or money there won't generate leads or revenue. What do you think about those stats? That's nuts. (laughs) I mean, it's no surprise that business owners waste time on low value activities, but I am surprised that the numbers are so high. I'd even expect maybe like 40 to 50% for the average workday spent on activities of no value, but dang, 80% is really insane. I mean, that's a savage waste of time. I know. I think back to a time when I worked a crazy amount of hours, but never felt like I was making progress on anything. Back then, I was not productive at all. I didn't have any understanding of what it actually meant to be productive. I thought being busy all the time was what I was supposed to be doing in my business, you know? Busy meant progress and busy meant productive, but I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're definitely not alone there. I mean, there were many times in my business when I know I set the wrong priorities. So I worked really hard and I was extremely busy, yet somehow I wasn't really getting those important things done. So I was making practically no progress for the hours I was putting in. Exactly. You know, I relate to that. I would run myself ragged every day with busy work. I'd exhaust myself trying to run through a huge list of random tasks. I'd do this day after day after day. And then I'd get to the end of the month only to discover that I was right back where I started. It almost felt like I stood in place the whole time. It was really frustrating. Yeah, that is frustrating. I've had that happen uh, many times too. You know, you get to the end of a long work day only to find out that you've gotten almost nothing done and over the finish line, right? Absolutely. Remember, I was working about 16 hours a day at one point and still wasn't making any real progress. It was ridiculous. I knew I was busy all day long, but I couldn't tell you what was taking so much time. Oh yes, busy. I know it well. 
When you're busy, you feel like you're getting work done and you're making progress, but that isn't always the case. When you're doing most of the tasks in your business, it's really a catch-22, isn't it? It is. There are really low-level, low-value tasks that have to get done. However, you also need to focus on the higher-value work that drives revenue. So how do you make time for both? That's a great question. When you're running a business solo like we do, there are necessary functions in the business that need to be done and no one else to do them. That's true. You have a finite set of hours to get things done, so you need to streamline your efforts to leverage your time better. Yes, you can employ a tactic like time blocking to help you get the most out of the hours you do have. However, you still waste so much time. I know. Wasting time is a big challenge. And I think you know this, I can't stand wasting time. I do know it. We have a brief amount of time on this planet, so we shouldn't waste even one second, you know? I do. But we do waste time, and distractions are one reason why we waste time. Distractions are everywhere, and they eat up lots of valuable, precious time. We already discussed this a little bit in episode 10 when we shared tips to help you overcome distractions. Oh yeah, distractions consume more time than you realize. This isn't the only pitfall though. There are two other areas where you misuse your time. First, you waste time on activities that are unnecessary in your business. Those are those no value activities I mentioned earlier. I can't tell you what those are for your particular business, but you can easily identify them. They are usually tasks that don't add any value or contribute to your revenue. Often, they had a purpose when you first began doing them, but they don't any longer. Yet, you keep doing it out of habit. I know those well. Mm-hmm. It's hard to, to not like just want to keep doing something you're used to doing because it's so true. It's muscle memory, right? Yeah. And it feels right. (laughs) Yeah. It feels, yeah, it feels right. So let me illustrate this point with this story. I have a dear friend who started a Twitter account years ago. This is back when Twitter was still bright and shiny and new and not political. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It was good. (laughs) It was good. It was good back then. She fell in love with Twitter and began growing her influence authority and following there. One of her strategies was to thank every single person who mentioned and retweeted her. She did this for years. As her audience there grew, so did the amount of time she spent doing that task. So what took a few minutes a day now took a couple of hours. And that was every single day, seven days a week. Weekends, holidays, it was crazy. It was crazy. But here's the thing. That strategy, while important when she was new to Twitter, became unnecessary. It took time away from more important revenue-generating things. When she finally chose to let that go, she gained back, get this, 14 hours a week. What would you do with an extra 14 hours, Megan? I mean, 14 hours, that's like two days of work right there, but I'm not really surprised that that particular task took up so much time since I actually used that strategy when I first started on Twitter and it was like a massive time suck. So, and I couldn't keep up with that extra 14 hours or an extra two days in my week. 
I think I would work on my business a little more and I'd probably spend more time with the people that I love. Well, I would expect no less from you, Megan. Now, the second place we waste time is how long we actually spend doing particular tasks. I'm going to be bold here. You're taking too long to do simple things. I feel like you're talking to me. (laughs) Because you kind of are. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) So let's just highlight that, okay? You're taking too long to do simple things. It's happened to every one of us. So don't 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 lose lose heart. Yeah, don't take it personally (laughs) at all. Once I worked with a service provider who would spend a quarter of our meetings looking for documents on her computer. I could see the stress it caused her right there on her face. I helped her set up a simple file hierarchy and she saved time, yes, but she also felt more confident. Before she organized her documents, she'd worry her clients would ask to see something that she hadn't pulled up ahead of time. After, she knew exactly where all of her files were, which gave her confidence that she could find what she needed quickly and easily in front of her clients. But I did feel her pain. Trying to locate a document on my computer in the past was like like a game of Where's Waldo? (laughs) There were even occasions where I recreated documents that I just couldn't find. Uh, Talk about a waste of time. And that's one example of how something that should be simple devours precious time because we make it more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah, it's, it's true. Organizing the files on your computer saves time in a big way. Um, I used to actually have about 100 files on my desktop. Oh my That's God. just a total <laughs> mess, right? <laughs> and watching people react to my desktop when I shared my screen was funny and embarrassing at the same time. So I could totally get the aspect of confidence that you just mentioned. And that's just from like organizing something. So it's kind of weird because people wouldn't associate organizing files and confidence, but yeah, it happens. It does. And and you're right. It can be really embarrassing. As a matter of fact, just this morning, um, I was on my networking meeting on Zoom and I shared my screen. And then when I unshared, I saw that I'd gotten a private message from another member who asked me if I needed help getting control of the tab situation on my browser. Uh, <laughs> I had like, I'd been working on, um, on a Canva project before the meeting and I just left the 20 or something tabs open. So I, I blushed a little bit and it was a little embarrassing, but it was also very funny. But of course, I digress. <laughs> the point is to change how you're spending your time, you have to know how you're spending it, right? So does that make sense? That makes sense. Total sense. Change starts with awareness. You can fix what you identify. It's just that plain and simple. Mm-hmm. You have to start by tracking, actually. And I'll be honest here. This activity that I'm going to share with you will take a bit of work, but If you do this in earnest, it will reap huge rewards for you. I promise. You track by recording everything you do. Don't make that face at me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you also track and note how long you spend doing it. Some activities you may do multiple times a day, like checking email or social media. So you'll also want to record every single time you do those activities. 
So I made that face because time tracking is a total pain in the butt. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it really is. <laughs> but honestly, it's totally eye-opening. Like I said a minute ago, awareness is important. So you may think you look at your social media five times a day, but tracking your time may reveal that you're looking at social media more like 10 to 15 times a day. And if we convert that to overall total time invested in social media distractions, that could be more like maybe, I don't know, 45 minutes and not the five minutes that you thought. Exactly. So when you're tracking, don't leave anything out. There's absolutely no judgment on how you're spending your time here. No one sees this information but you. It's data you need to make necessary changes. And Megan, I know you love anything that comes from data, right? I do love Um, data. (laughs) So to get a clear picture of how you spend your time, I recommend tracking over a period of five to seven days. Choose the time period over which you'll track and use some type of system to do so. So you're wondering, how do you track your time? There are lots of ways that you can track your time. The trick really here is to make it fun and definitely make it easy on yourself. And then you're going to be more likely to stick to it. There are tons of apps that you can use to track your time. Some of them are Toggle, Hours Tracker, Harvest, and Timely. I actually use two different methods for tracking my time. The first method is just using a simple Google Calendar. I block off time for projects and tasks, then I go back and edit the time blocks after the fact to reflect the time I actually worked on the activity. The second method I use when I'm working on a client project, I actually use the time tracking feature in Teamwork, which is the project management app that I use. I like this option because Teamwork tracks each separate time block per project so that I can see the total time spent on any project. And this is really important when I'm billing by hour. Yes, I can totally see that. And those are great ideas for setting containers around your time, especially if you're tracking hours for client work, like we were just saying, or you're trying to figure out how long a specific activity actually takes to complete. I want you to be aware of those things, but I also want you to be really conscious during this activity of every time you're also distracted by email or social media, for example, and for how long. I'll give a clearer example of what I mean in a minute, but use this activity to not only track the big things, but also the small things that you believe don't take up lots of time. Tracking can reveal different evidence. However you choose to record your activities, though, is just fine, as long as you're recording them. If apps are your jam, definitely use one. But you can simply use paper and pen if that's more your speed. Write down the task and note your start and stop time. I mean, I still use uh, pen and paper a lot. Yeah, me too. I'm very tactile and Mm -hmm. I like the the motions of writing. It also helps me retain things better, I feel. Yeah, I I agree with that. And then it's like there's something about writing out the task because I feel like it commits it to memory and then crossing it off is super satisfying. <laughs> yes. Yes. There's, there's that as well. All right. So again, you want to write down the task, note your start and stop time, and you want to do it every time you start a new task. And don't cheat because um, no, you won't remember. You think you will, but you will not. Then at the end of each day, take a quick inventory of what you did and how many times you did it and how long it took. So for example, you may notice that you checked your email 10 times that day and it took a total of 67 minutes. 
it's important to pay attention to these things because it's where you identify waste. Once you have that information, you'll see how you can create a better system for dealing with those tasks. Instead of checking your email every time a notification goes off, leverage your time by turning off your notifications and scheduling three times in your day to check your email. Yes, yes, yes. It is so important to identify areas of waste and look for patterns so that you can batch your work. When you do this, you'll notice that the amount of time certain tasks take will decrease significantly. You're going to end up freeing up time for other things and who doesn't want extra time in their day? I don't know anybody that doesn't wish for some more time. I'm going to be honest. (laughs) If you're working solo, like us, time can either be your enemy or your greatest ally. You can keep time in the friend zone though by learning how to leverage it. In the past, I was horrible with time. Ironically, I wasted even more by worrying about it all. (laughs) You know, I was constantly worried about not having enough time, which wasted time. It's ridiculous. (laughs) I felt overwhelmed, anxious, and out of control. How about you, Megan? It's just odd how critical time management is to success in business and in life. But once you leverage your time, you'll make more progress in your business and you'll be way less frazzled. Once I streamlined parts of my business, I saw dramatic changes. I noticed that I increased my efficiency and the amount of time spent on certain tasks. I also had more free time, which was nice, by the way. I spent less time on low-value tasks. I also reduced waste by eliminating unnecessary work, which contributed to that free time. And I felt emotionally lighter. I know that kind of sounds silly, but it's true. It's like how much stress I was creating for myself was massive. So this was really helpful um, in eliminating and removing that obstacle. I don't think we think about the emotional impact. No, no, we don't. And, and when it affects you emotionally, it also affects you physically. And it creates this horrible cycle that just takes, sends you spiraling downward. So let's make the spiral go up instead, right? Just Good plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was generally being more productive. And this new way of working, so in business, spilled out of my business and into my personal life too. Well, leveraging your time makes it possible to achieve the greatest results with the least amount of effort. Streamlining your business is really an effective way to leverage the time you have to get work done in the most efficient way possible, okay? Yes. There are many things you can streamline in your business. Today, Teresa's going to share three tips to help you get started right away. Okay. So most of you are using social media as part of your marketing strategy. So you know how much time it takes to curate your content, create graphics, and schedule. Instead of posting to social media whenever you feel like it, whenever you have time, or whenever there's breaking news, I strongly recommend batching and scheduling your social media posts. So that's my first tip of the day. First, set aside one to two days at the beginning of the month to plan out and create your posts. Not only will it be faster because you're doing it all at once, and you're also doing similar tasks, it will also undoubtedly be more cohesive because you're able to choose a theme and then really follow it through. Next, use a social media tool to schedule out your entire month's content. It's one of my favorite things. It saves so so much time. Yeah, it saves tons and tons of time. 
there are many tools you can use. So you can check out Hootsuite, Buffer App, Tailwind, eClincher, and Social Pilot. Those are just I, a few. I still love eClincher so much. It's my favorite one. And that's it. All of your social media planning and schedule are done. And now you can spend the rest of the month focusing on other aspects of running your business. Well, I'm just going to put this out there. I think social media has been the biggest time waste in my business for several years. When I look back and think about the time I wasted for the results I achieved or didn't achieve, I almost want to cry. I have total regret about that. But it was a learning opportunity, as they say, yeah? Mm -hmm. Your advice here is absolutely a better, more effective way to manage time spent on social media. So I really hope that people pay attention to it. Oh, me too, because I really think that it makes such a big difference. You know, it's small little changes that can have the most effect. So here's another one. Papers in every nook and cranny. Files scattered across your actual desk and computer desktop, and emails not in any kind of recognizable order. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Well, if you're like Megan, (laughs) you could likely benefit from a document management system. This is simply a system for how you're going to handle both digital and physical documents. It will likely include everything from where and how you'll store or file physical documents like invoices, receipts, letters, tax forms, and things like that. How and when you'll archive old files. I'm willing to put money down that most people do not archive old files. I'm just going to go put that out there. How you'll create new documents like blog posts, invoices, letters, and things like that. This will usually include creating and using templates for each of these types of docs as well. And how you'll keep important files safe and secure. Will you encrypt digital files? Will you password protect sensitive info? Create your document management system, implement it, and follow through so that you never have to waste time with documents again. Okay, so I'm going to fess up. I'm a work in progress on this one. (laughs) I do have digital and physical filing systems, but what trips me up is that I'm not always good about staying on top of filing and organizing. I mean, I just kind of get lazy sometimes and I fall off the wagon and then I have to get back on the wagon. (laughs) When I'm just going to tell you the truth here. When I look at how organized Teresa is, I am so jealous. However, I know that Rome wasn't built in a day and I'll get there. Right. And trust me, I'm not always good. There are times where, you know, if I'm working on something that's really important, right, it's something I've prioritized and I have to get it done, things pile up. But planning time in your day to take care of those things and you get them out of the way, it actually frees up a lot of energy because I, I know I feel like stress and anxiety when there are too many things piled up around me that aren't getting done. And then the longer I procrastinate dealing with it, the worse it is. So Yeah, it messes with your vibe to have mm-hmm. everything around you dis- disorderly and you know messy. It really does feel worse. I mean, you, you physically and emotionally feel better when everything else is organized. You know, I want to just put a tip here because I know there are people out there that are going to push back on this and say, you know, I am disorganized, like I am organized chaos. Um, But I'm just going to challenge you to just 
just give it a try. Try to at least organize a small area and remove the clutter and see if it makes a difference in your energy and how you're working. Trust me. Just give it a shot. Don't discount it right away. And, and also, don't be overwhelmed by the idea of cleaning everything up. Start with new things moving forward in your system, and then you can go back and prioritize how you're going to file things later. So Yeah, I mean, we both feel like that advice goes across the board for everything. Start small. Yeah, start small. And then this brings me to uh, my last strategy, which is creating systems for repeatable tasks. I think that's super important. So do you ever feel like you're wasting time by not using systems and business processes for common everyday tasks? Systems can not only increase your efficiency, but can definitely make you feel calmer and more in control as you go about your day. So getting back to that like energy thing and how it affects your psyche, right? Right. Some of the tasks I recommend systemizing include paying bills, bookkeeping and budgeting, creating content for your website and social media, hiring new team members, and sales, including lead generation proposals and delivery. An added benefit of having great systems that are actually written out is that they become training materials once you're ready to actually hire. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I love creating systems because I see how much time and hassle I save when I have the system in place. The issue that I run into is that I want a system (laughs) for everything. And sometimes that isn't possible until I've done something multiple times. I mean, Teresa, you know me, I prefer things all neat and perfect straight away. And that isn't how business or life work. So like you always say, you don't know what you don't know. Be patient and go do stuff to figure it out. Right. And don't be afraid of doing it messy. Amen. (laughs) Okay. I think that's it for today. You know, running a business is hard work, but it doesn't have to be chaotic. The strategies we shared today will not only reduce your stress, improve your efficiency, and save you hours, it will also have you leveraging your time like a pro. Now it's your turn. Which of these strategies are you going to implement? Remember, you only need one to begin. Start small. Let us know by leaving a comment. Megan, do you have any final words? You gave us a lot of practical, actionable insight and tips today, Teresa, so thank you for that. The only thing that I would add is that getting better at managing your time really does take practice. Like we say, things are often very messy before they improve. So be patient and don't give up because you will get better at this stuff. Thanks, Megan. And just a quick reminder for listeners, we'd love to hear from you. Please visit our website at MessyDeskPodcast.com to leave a comment and suggest a topic. If we read your comment on our podcast, we'll send you a $20 Amazon gift card. That's a deal. That's a good deal. Mm -hmm. So that's all for today. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week on the Messy Desk Podcast. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the Messy Desk Podcast and leave us a review. We're interested in what you're interested in. So email us at MessyDeskPodcast at gmail.com with your topic suggestions and questions. And most importantly, stay messy because that's where the growth, progress, and magic happen. I think I said, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Bad sentence. Edit.
I'm like, I failed, Megan. <laughs> no, you're all right. I'm doing the same thing this whole time.